Hello there. And welcome to the Forced Discussions with Hope and Kevin. So I think, like, I am a big fan of sequels. Like, when they're good. Like, Back to the Future 2, great sequel. But I feel like every good sequel mm-hmm. has to have, a, like, the third movie or the third and next episode, like, ready to go with what's going on. Well, it depends if it needs a third but that's, movie. But that's the thing. Everyone hates the ending of anything. Mm-hmm. Once something ends, it's just like every... There's, even if it was like, that was a good ending. I want more. I'm like, that should be a good ending of a show or a play or But anything. they want to squeeze out as much money from that source as yeah, possible. Yeah, I know, but like I like sequels that are just good as... As a, a standalone mo- movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. And I just get so... However, Back to the Future 2 is not one of those. Like, if you didn't see the first one, it doesn't make sense. Like, it's not a good standalone movie. No, it's not. But that, that's because they had a plan for it to be a third movie, at least, at that time. There are sequels that I think are are just as good, if not better, than the original. But I'm trying to think of of two movies where it was just two in that saga. They didn't have a third or a fourth. And I really can't think of anything that doesn't have a third movie yeah because like i think empire strikes back was better than star wars uh new hope but like there's a million star wars movies so that's a terrible example i'm trying to think of one and i really can't i really can't either i will give marvel credit um marvel like for me i always like i knew all the comic book stuff so going into it, it was just like oh yeah you're gonna put it on tv that's cool but i was looking at like like i loved age of ultron for me, now it's, that's oh, a so, sequel. Yes. But it had so much to build into it. But if you just watched Age of Ultron... See, I thought that was the one that people had a lot of problem with. They, I think they did, but I thought of it as just a straight-out movie. Yeah. It's not a bad movie. If you really don't know the characters that much... I think I've only seen that movie once, so I can't comment on... Like, and that's, But then again, that goes in a different category because it's like... All these different movies went into one thing. I just know it was a very good movie itself because that you got to see the villain get created. You they already inter- they took a long time to introduce every single superhero in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, they started introducing other characters that were just like, yeah, see ya. Like well, right off actually, the bat. I could quickly find it because I have it here. What Ultron? What, no, but what was after Ultron? Like, was there another Avengers movie? Oh, Infinity War. War. Like, think of it. That movie had to set up... so good, though. Infinity War. I mean, Age of Ultron had to set up Infinity War. And I haven't seen it, so I'm excited to uh, watch Age of Ultron. We've already watched the the first Avengers and uh, Iron Man 3 and Thor. Also, who is the actor that does... I'm trying to think of the actor who does Ultron's voice. Whoever it is, I, I was I was so happy when I found out it was him. I am so mad. I don't know actually know where it is right now. I was going to look it up because I don't actually know. Like Ooh. I said, I, I think I've seen that movie maybe once. Uh, Ultron, James Spader. James Spader. That's right. I he do remember that. A, and he was so humorous with it. It was so funny. It's actually not badly rated. 
Uh, but again, that movie sits inside a bigger bubble of stuff. Yeah, yeah. and franchise. You know what? Um, what was the scary movie we watched when we were like dating? Uh, Insidious. Mm-hmm. That was a good sequel. Uh, I honestly think I blocked out those movies because they scared the shit out of me. And yet, you were the one that said we should watch them. I know You're because like... I liked I liked the concept, but it was like just too scary for me. Yeah. Uh, but I I don't know I can't think of any movies that I'm like oh that sequel was. It's sad. But the only thing I can think of is like children's Great. shows. Like what? <laughs> like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What do you mean? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What about it? The show? The movie. Oh, the movie? Yeah, the second one. The with the live action? Yeah, the only good one, yeah. Like the first one was really gritty and it was really like they swore a lot and everything. But they got the second one and they were fighting like uh, foot soldiers with literal toys. Like it was freaking hilarious. And so then, the first one was made in the early 90s. Yeah, but then they, they got a lot of flack because there was a lot of swearing in it, and it was really real, which is what the Ninja Turtles are supposed to be. So then, so, then was it the, the, uh, the secret sequel? Of, the sequel is The Secret of the Ooze. Yes, and it they, was even more poorly rated. I'm poorly rated my behind. <laughs> They introduced funny gags and fighting, and they introduced two horrible nightmare creatures that 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 they pretty much just threw into the movie. They're like, by the way, here's a here's a, a tiny fox and a snapping turtle that we're gonna make into ooze monsters. And guess what? They're gonna fight the Ninja Turtles and look disgusting. And then they were like, I don't even let's, remember. Let's make it PG. Oh. <laughs> The God. Well, I know it's in a trilogy, but The Godfather Part Two that's, is better true, than yeah. The Godfather. But again, that's not a good example. I'm trying to think of a franchise that only has two. Although the last Thor movie was better than like all of them. Ragnarok was so Ragnarok, good. But that was like its third movie, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was like the third one. And also that they had a good director. They had. They took. They well. Let's also. They also borrowed the comic books of like. Uh, uh, they threw Thor in there. They just mm-hmm. like like we need this, we need this to be action packed. And it's like, well, we have Thor. Okay, great. Now, what about Hulk? Mm-hmm. Well, what, what are we doing with the Hulk? Hulk? We're gonna put him on a planet. Why? You know what I never thought about was how many X Men movies there are. Oh, there's a whole bunch. There's a lot. Days of Future Past, I think, was really good. To be honest, that is something else that we could also watch, because I. Loved the very first X-Men, and I liked a couple of those sequels in the 2000s, but I haven't seen as many in the last, like, five to ten years. So um, that might be another one that we can look into. So it's kind of cool. We could do this X-Men. would be kind of nice. But, like, I feel bad because it just is a it's a connection to your own life in movies. Like, the first one is always very exciting, and even though you have flaws, like children... Your first child has flaws, but you just look over it because it's your first child. Right. And your second child is a dumpster fire coming out. <laughs> and even though it's a dumpster fire, you're like, well, you know, it was second one. We, we tried our best. <laughs> we and, don't have the energy. And then if you have the third one, the third kid's just like, I'm the best thing ever. Well, sometimes the third child is like, well, it depends. But well, I think if you stop best. at three kids, then that third kid has to, it better be your best. <laughs> 
<laughs> you got no, no more No, because the if you don't have anybody really caring or raising that third kid, that third kid could be wild. But I feel like the best connection to, to these kind of like sequels and movies and stuff is just having kids. First one's exciting. Second one, all right, he broke everything. And the third one, like, just... Like can't get away can get away with murder because mm-hmm. they're so tired. Like, all right, it's a third one. Just get the at third least, movie at out. At least it's over. Oh God, Ragnarok. All right, get a new director. Yeah, mm, I liked Ragnarok. I know that's why it was really good, but it was also like all over the place. It was like four analogies. That's a stretch. I am a stretch. I mean, I don't actually stretch. That would hurt. No, I don't that even think hurt you my can body. touch your toes. Um, I can't touch my toes. I don't want to touch my toes. My toes don't want to see me. You, can you imagine seeing my face being like slowly pushed towards you? Like, no. I mean, that's your life, but like. You should be able to touch your toes. I think it's sad I that do men not want to do that. I do, it, I do head, shoulders, knees, and toes sitting down I with my kids. I still don't want to see, see my toes. I have a gut here. All right? You the do. The gut prevents me from doing things, but also it protects me. <laughs> it warms you, it, it gives you warmth. It warms my body. My and body. And, it is an automatic and pillow. if you got stabbed, there would be more cushion before hitting your vital organs. Sure. Right? Sure, sure, sure. No, is, is that not how fat works? I don't think that's how fat works. Damn it. I think kind of funny, though, if like that's how fat really did work. Like, oh, yeah, you're so fat that the injury... Maybe so you didn't get injured. You just took like, out the fat. <laughs> no bruise, just fat. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it works the opposite way, though. They're like, I don't know how some, the human body Because there's some, like, I could have swore there's, like, so many different... The only time I've, seen, I've ever heard of that even kind of working is that horrible movie. Um, not horrible movie. But uh, Thank You for Not Smoking. Where the guy got oh hit God, with, like, 100... I don't even remember. He got, he got, like, kidnapped for a second. And, like, they pit him with a bunch of nicotine patches. But he had so much nicotine going through his body. And it was, like, really deadly. <gasps> but then he goes to the hospital. And they go, like, actually, because you've smoked so much in your life, it actually saved your life. Oh, my God. That's guy, not how it works. And he goes, like, can I, can I quote you on that, Doc? And it's kind of like, yeah, you can't smoke anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, again, I have skinny... But strong legs. No, you don't have skinny legs. You have I, muscular, I big have, legs. I have because I because I hold up this goddamn gut. Everyone's like, you need to work out. I'm like, I have my weights right here, yeah. right here, like big belly. I guess I'm just a fat guy with some strong in legs. Ah, oh, I should have went that way. Fat guy in a little coat. Richard, why are you so? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I think I saw, like, a little anecdote of David Spade saying that Chris Farley just, like, legit came in his office one day and was like, fat guy in Little Co. <laughs> and I'm like, gosh, uh, to that, be friends. That was the, my first, and, like, that was my. Right with them. Yeah, that was my first, like, oh, my God, uh, celebrity passed away. And I was, like, deeply yeah. sad. And that was my first one. Yeah. And the worst part is I was really young. So my mom's trying to explain to me what like what drug overdose was, and I'm like, well, I don't know. was that what it was? Chris Farley? Yeah, I died, died of drug overdose. Well, Mass technically it was a heart attack, but it was heart attack while I was doing drugs and I. Okay. It was because it weakened his heart, most likely. Well, I know he also had an addiction. Oh yeah, he was. Um, well, he was addicted to all. A lot of oh my drugs, god, you're right. Thing. He was like he, from uh, a hotel. I, I'm sorry. I thought he had a heart attack. That was John Candy. John Candy. Yeah, John Candy had Farley had an overdose of cocaine and morphine. Yeah. A combination which is called a speedball, apparently. Yep. 
I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, and it was what, uh, what year compared was to John Belushi, um, 97. Yeah, 97. I was still in high school. Middle school? Middle school. Middle we school. weren't even in high school. Yeah, yet. my mom we tried to. School. I'm like sitting there, like watching this because I already watched, you know, Black Sheep and um, actually, what was the other one he was in? John, uh, um, Doc, uh, Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. I watched both those and loved those movies. And then all of a sudden, that movie uh, that he gets, if I find that out in the news, I'm like, Mom, what's drug overdose? Oh my god! He's <laughs> like, he he. It, it's eleven year old Kevin. It's it's a way to die. <laughs> oh, what a what a thing to say! It's a way to die. Oh my god! I was raised in a Catholic household. Death was already known to us. Then I laid me down to sleep. By the Lord, I sold to keep. If I die before I wake, what? The the prayer. Yes. Yeah. No. Why didn't say that? That that's literally the prayer. I know, I didn't say that part. Oh, you didn't say that, but you just skipped over the death part? No. That's literally the point in the Are prayer. you saying when you were when you a kid, go... you said this before you went to bed? Yeah, you had to go sing. You had to say it before you went to bed. I okay, little... we didn't have to. That's something in your oh. household. Oh, I, I'm not saying we all did it. I'm saying I had to do it. Like, we had well, a little, we didn't. There was a stupid little, and I say stupid because I hated it because every time I look at it, I had to sing a stupid prayer but it said the whole thing on it and it was like this cute innocent ceramic like oh like an, a cherub oh, look at me i am the cutest thing on ceramics i'm like oh that's nice and then you like read the bottom like oh my lord was old to me. if i die before what kind of bullshit is this so we are here today to talk about the mandalorian oh, season yeah. two season two came which out which Premiered a couple weeks ago, and we we haven't had a chance to record. So because it came out on my birthday, it came out on his birthday. And we and did watch it. We yeah. Just... And my wife was like, "All right, this is your birthday gift, Mandalorian." She got yeah. I, I called John Favreau, made sure it was released on your birthday. Yeah. So greatest gift ever. Yeah, it was great. I, that was all me. So then she lied. you're welcome. <laughs> so then we watched. Uh, Chapter two, I mean, chapter 10, chapter sorry, there's keeping... And chapter 10. Yeah, I already said that. Okay. So we're going to cover both chapters nine and 10. Yeah, because they're, they're even though they're, these are really good episodes, they kind of feel like a filler type episode. Like it's not... Because in the first Mandalorian, they got right to the, the plot of the show really Very fast. Quickly. Now they're in season two, you kind of already know what the plot is. And they the, gotta stretch it out. They gotta, so, they gotta kind of like move some episodes. Which the first episode got back to Tatooine right away, which is cool. Which is cool, and the nostalgia and the cantina. Yeah, and all they have that. that. I mean, I do like how they started it. They started it with Baby Yoda still walking beside, like floating beside him. Like, oh my god, he's so fucking cute. I can't even handle it. Uh, what I still love is that he now can like uh, inside the crib thing. He can just hit the button and like close it up. Close it. By yeah. himself. He's like, I, enough violence has happened to him. He's like, well, I'm getting the hell out of here. So. Because <laughs> that's how it starts. He goes to some planet of some fight with two of the pig Gamora pe- uh, pig people fighting each other with axes in a ring. Oh, yeah. It was really weird and then, beginning. Well, it's kind of, it kind of felt like, like going to a, uh, like a, like a boxing match or something like that. But he was trying to find answers. The, he was trying to find. Uh, he's trying to find other Mandalorians, yep. so he can find out what the hell this thing is. Yeah. Because he doesn't know what a Jedi is. And he's figuring a Mandalorian might know yeah. and give him information or where to go or whatever. Also, he is so narrow-minded because he's like, you have to find other Mandalorian covets. 
what if you guys were like the last, the last ones? ones? I know. Like that, and then he gets told that he like finds some guy and he does some cool stuff and has a fight scene, and hangs the guy upside down, and he's like, "Hey, we're the Mandalorians," and he's like, "Tatooine, I was just there," and then he goes to Tatooine. And so he finally, when he gets to Tatooine, he strolls into the, he goes into the town, right? Yeah, well, we first see, we see that awesome actress that I want to have continuously in Mandalorian. What's her name? The lady who takes, um, took care the, of Baby Yoda in the, the Western. The comedian. Um, I don't know who she Amy is. Sedaris. Amy Sedaris. Thank you. Yeah, she's She great. is awesome, and I want her in every episode. I, I was hoping he she's was going to be. a great character. I actress. thought she was going to, like, something was going to happen to her place, and she would have to be, like, a part of his crew. Yeah. I thought that was going to be awesome. But no, we gotta go single dad Mandalorian the whole time. I know it's so cute though. <laughs> it is you can cute. tell that ba- that Baby Yoda's like, "That's my daddy." Yeah, like he clearly have a little relationship. But one thing they introduced in this episode, which was like the whole main fucking thing, was the crate dragon. Yeah, well, I because they're trying to find another Mandalorian. They find out that. It's the shit quote marshal. Yeah, the, the marshal in the town. The marshal in this town. Is not a real Mandalorian. Just he just wearing... has the armor, which he traded from Jawas. And it's, and it's Boba Fett's armor, which is really right. cool. And we're like, and it doesn't, oh my God. It doesn't, it doesn't fit, him. fit him at all. It's fucking hilarious. It's so, it's way, he's way too tall. Well, it was, it's so funny. A to lot me. of stuff was a little odd with it. Not just the helmet, not just any of the stuff. Like it didn't fit or anything else. What really shocked me was he had a flashback of, like, how he got the armor. Yep. And what really was weird was not only that it didn't fit him or he, like, was using all this stuff. Like, he used the rocket that was on the back in the first the first time he had it, but then he had another rocket ready to go in that up. Like, that made no sense. Yeah. Then it, it deflected armor. It deflected bullets. But I don't think Boba Fett's armor was made out of Beskar. I don't know, so actually. I, I don't know what that's going to be. See, that's be. the thing. We don't... A lot of unanswered questions, Boba. But... Boba! So, I didn't recognize the Krayt Dragon when you were like, oh, that's a Krayt Dragon from blah, blah, blah. We have seen it on screen as a skeleton only in A New Hope. Yeah. But then I read, like... I can't remember specifically where the first instance was. Uh, oh, it was in... Oh, well, uh, sorry, A New Hope. Yeah, it was and Hope. then... Uh, There's really no other movie. That's it. Oh, video game, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, well, they because what the, there's two different types of crate dragons. There's one that looks like a like a, a legit like lizard, where it yeah. has like two arms, two legs, and it just kind of walks, and it's it's pretty big, but it's not a uh, as big as the other one, which is this one. It kind of looks like the Loch Ness monster if it had extra. Li- uh, Fins and, and legs. Yeah. And just its body neck part, which is extended as all hell. That's a crate. That's another crate. It's just that it's massive. Like this oh, yeah. thing is massive. And so, they do eat. And it comes up out of the sand unannounced. Like oh, you just, just hear some stuff. rumblings. And it can devour people, devour houses. Like it can just fuck your whole life up in five seconds. I, d- I do like that they tried to, like, all right, we found the crate dragon. He's in a sarlacc pit that's been eaten, and it's like, oh my god, he ate the sarlacc. That's pretty badass of that thing. And then they put out a bantha to like, he'll eat the bantha. Then we'll start shooting at him. And he doesn't. The thing doesn't go for the bantha. It goes for the guy running away. He's like, huh, 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 oh shit. It's smarter oh. than they think <laughs> yeah. it is. That was what was what was interesting about that. 
But I just felt like this episode, chapter nine, was really long, and it just dragged on about it dragged, yeah. how they were. Gonna, it, it was cool. Don't get me wrong. It was cool. I liked seeing the Tuscan Raiders and. The fact it had that a they very got the original people. Star Wars feel, but oh my god, fucking kill the nope. goddamn every goddamn dragon. episode of Mandalorian. I swear to God, I used to watch AMC movies with my grandfather, my papa, all the time, yeah. and I can probably, if I had enough time, pick every goddamn western what, that they so copy. What's interesting is I was listening to the Scrubs podcast, and Zach Braff was saying how he likes the Mandalorian from the standpoint of as a filmmaker. He's like, they, you know, are taking things, elements that were used a long time ago. They're doing new stuff. It's like totally. So I can understand you having that connection, too, because he can see the influence and how they're also, yeah, you know, going into the future. Of they're filmmaking. redoing it, but they're it's it's a, it's, it's using, up to date. It's yeah. They definitely brought Westerns back to back to the fold. So they think that they can just like take care of this crate dragon with like, you know, bing bang boom and it doesn't go that way. So they have to get the marshal basically has to convince the people in town who have had run ins with not with Tuscan Raiders that Sam have not people. been pleasant. Sorry, same people that have not been pleasant. So they don't want to help them, but they're like, Listen, if we work together and get rid of this drag crate dragon, it will be better for everybody. This isn't about us versus them right now. It's about survival. So they basically agree, but there's a lot of casualties in this episode. Except for Timothy Oliphant, who I know it's not a Star Trek, but he was wearing a red shirt the whole time, and I was like, this fucker's dead. Oh, yeah, dead. I was expecting him this to die. This guy's dead. So heavy the whole time. Like, go, He's going to like get that I really thought he was going to die. I thought he was going to die, and it was going to be like, as he died, like, you can take the helmet. And yeah, armor. right, yeah. Like, yeah, he's going to take the helmet. Yeah, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you were brave. Um, so they eventually... They kill the crate dragon. They kill the crate dragon, and, the and deal- Boba... Like, it looks bleak. Like, let's not... Well, it looks yeah, bleak, they they, but... they do fight it like Amando gets almost like eaten from him. He, he get, like, yeah, he gets eaten up because they realize they can't bomb the outside of him. They have to get it on the inside, so they have to go on the inside. So he takes he he puts puts all the bombs on one of the banthas, and the bantha gets yep. eaten, and he he activates the bomb, but he does it after he like zaps the inside it off for him to be like kind of paralyzed. Yeah, and then he Blows like uses his jetpack and just like explodes out of the thing. Mando. Mando. Yeah. So it was it was cool. It's like it was really cool, but I was like, this episode is I wanted to check the time. Quite long. like for a yeah, Mando. For the story Fifty two they... minutes. Yeah, for Mando. They're usually between thirty five and forty. So this is a good fifteen to twenty minutes longer. And I was like, dude, get to the point. Uh but the cool thing at the very end of it was But that was the only thing that was pushing the like, I understand, like, yeah, you got rid of the crate dragon, but was that necessary to the plot of the story? Probably not, because then at the end you see Boba. Yeah, you see Boba Fett. Well, you see the actor who played all of the Clone Wars a- guys. Uh, Agent Cody. He, yeah, uh, Agent all, all the all those ones. He's he, It's actually Boba Fett. You can see all, like, if you actually break down his whole outfit, you could probably piece together what the hell happened to him. Oh, I'm sure they're um, going to go into they're it. They're going to go into detail with it. Very, probably probably close to the end of the movie or in the middle. I mean, some movie, uh, the end of the series or the beginning, the middle of the series. Um, the one thing I liked about it that I was waiting for, I'm like, oh, they're gonna get a, 
the, the crate dragon pearl out of it. And sure enough, and it's did. like, got it. Start going was, crazy. Yeah. Except for I forgot the, the Leviathan version of the crate dragon, which is what they, they killed. That has a huge pearl. Where in yeah. the other ones, they have like little ones that are like, they're like, crystal version like they're like they can actually use them as right. focusing crystals for yeah remember you're like that's way bigger and i'm like the dragon is humongous no its I pearls just, would be big yeah i i just i was trying to figure out why they would show it off that way and i think it's what's going to happen is it's going to come back in this like they're going to end up having to go back to Tatooine. oh for probably. that pearl or for boba or in some way and i'm hoping they do i still want my my favorite goddamn Sith right now to come back through the through the Tuscan Raiders and they're I'm hoping they're setting it up for it but I don't think they're gonna. I don't know. So do it. chapter nine was was long but the story wasn't at, that involved. No, they attempted to kill the Kree Dragon several times and then eventually they they killed it. Yeah, like that's then that's the, basically then it. the next episode is she he's leaving. I'm just gonna pull it up. It's called oh, the Passenger. The Passenger. So now he's leaving the place. From Tatooine, and of course the awesome uh, lady, Amy. Sidaris. Um, uh, Sidaris. Yep. She is saying like, hey, this I have someone who has information on other Mandalorians, but you right. have to take her to her home husband. planet. Yeah, her yeah. husband at a home planet. And he, uh, they will tell you that, but you have to get her there first. And of course, the passenger is actually like really double meaning. It's not only the passenger going there, but she has a bunch of eggs. She's like a frog lady. And she has a bunch of eggs, which Baby Yoda keeps eating throughout the entire episode. But before he gets there, it's, like, not a big thing. But, like, at the beginning, he has a confrontation with uh, a sand... No, a Jawa. And remember, oh, he tries yeah, he to take his... Yeah. He because tra- Or somebody's still after the child, and, like, yeah. he trips, and he, like, fucks up his... He, he fucks up his his bike, his speeder. Oh bike. yeah, his speeder bike gets fucked and up. And so he said, in in exchange for the child, you, you know, I'll give you something. I'll give you scraps. And he says, I want your jetpack. So he gives it to him. But of course, he controls the jetpack. So he does a thing, and then the guy goes shooting up in the sky. He gets his jetpack back, but his bike is fucked. Yeah, but like, so he has to carry. Mando looks like a, a mule. And he has bags, and he has to carry them. And he has the only way he knows is he has to go back into town because he's not going to go the other way. It's God knows how long to the next civilization. So then he has to go back into town, right? Yeah. Remember? I remember. Oh, okay. So I'm like, am the, I wrong? And then Amy's sitting there like, the hell? <laughs> yeah, he goes back to the um to Mos Eisley. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where she tells him about the passenger. Oh, well, sorry. Technically, she doesn't tell him. The guy she's playing poker against or something. Is is tells him about someone who can you know be a passenger, yeah, to, to bring him to where other Mandalorians are. But they like do this trip and they end up because of the way life works. The Republic, the New Republic, like push him down like he's like like it's a a bad uh, uh, cop pullover. Like hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Oh, I'm doing well. Just wanted to well because what was so can funny I just have your are... ID form? Here's the thing. They are the Republic, not the Empire. So the Empire would just be like, oh, you're fucking dead. So they're trying to do it in a dip- diplomatic way, the the a right way, but the, the Mando's not giving him any information. You could tell these guys are like, all right, I'm going to start getting really, really fresh. Well, no, they finally, he finally does give the info. And the info 
is the last time he had a run-in with the New Republic was the uh, the Prisoner episode. Right. And, and yeah, and they like, still it have shows a, that... It, uh... Well, it, it show, Well, they say that later, but like in the beginning, it's kind of funny because they're being so casual with him. Yeah. And then finally, they go like, uh, hey, buddy, can you... Can you go to the other line, please? And then they both open up their wings for attack, and he's like, Mando's like, screw this. <laughs> I know. Uh, so he agrees to take the passenger so that he can get the information, hoping he can get yep, the information. Then he, then he has the run-in with the new Yeah, new because he can't go light speed or whatever because it would hurt. destroy the eggs. Yeah. Well, uh, Yoda just keeps eating those little fuckers. Yeah, so. he's going to have no eggs by the end. She's going to be like, oh, why do I have 17? Because so I have, like, 28. They... End up getting in like a um, kerfuffle, kerfuffle, and they crash. A space kerfuffle. They do. They had a space kerfuffle. They did, and it, right with the X-wing, and I then they just... crash land. Yep. And oh, a nice planet. Now, do they say what planet it is? Uh, I don't think so. It just says the planet. I don't know. It's just an ice planet. Yeah. It's... But they get there, and sure enough. Uh, like the yes, he's trying to. He first he's like not gonna repair the ship. He's like, I'll be surprised we got out of here. It's like he's like, just like this sucks. Then finally he goes, and like she he can't she, understand oh, her, so he's oh, like, she just go to sleep. Yeah, she right. So but what happens someone. is he's like, shut up, like just go to sleep. So then she reprograms one of the droids that he has, so that she can speak through it to him in English, so he can understand, and she wakes him up. And, uh, she's like, I thought you had honor as a Mandalorian. And she, he's like, son of a bitch. bitch. that fucking Catholic So guilt. then she's, yeah, no kidding, right? Yep. So he tries to fix the ship. And then sure enough, she goes off and finds like a hot spot. Um, he like, tries to do repairs, but like, it's like. Well, he's trying, no, he's doing repairs. But then she goes off to like a, a literally a, like a. Yep. Well, I don't know what it was, like a jacuzzi? That's yeah, I don't in know there. how she got hot water. Because for some reason, in a giant ice, ice planet, planet, there's, there's hot water. No, not even just a hot water. Just a jacuzzi in the ice. five feet away. You're like, I'm just going to walk over here and have a jacuzzi. And uh, also, by the way, there's a hot dog stand conveniently right here. Uh, like, so she has the eggs to keep them warm or whatever. And Yoda fucking just keeps eating them. But then little Yoda, our the child, eats. walks off, yeah, and finds eats. some other eggs to eat that are in this cave, and he eats a spider egg. Well, these are space spi- spiders, okay? So these are giant ice I think they're called, spiders. I don't know if it's what they're called. It's something it was, with a K. Oh, look at ice spider. Oh, I just said it. It says... No, there's something specific that they're called. Something with a K. I it can't remember. says... I don't care what it infant, says. I'm looking on Wikipedia. Just a quick interjection. Kevin is correct. The ice spiders are called Krikana. K-R-Y-K-N-A. So Kevin was correct. It uh, has a name and it begins with a K. But anyway, so... Ooh, it's so gross. Um... They basically attack them, and the big daddies and mommy spiders come out and force them back on the ship. They're trying to blast them out. The, you know, the frog lady gets her babies. They start running. Oh, my God. When the frog was running, remember, she was hopping. Like, she hopped on four, basically, like, she has four legs. It was so funny. I, it was, kind of, yeah, she was hopping around. I was like, she's a froggy and she's jumping. And I love that. That so was So they funny. get back to the ship and they're swarmed with the spiders and they keep killing them. And they get up to the cockpit 
And then... They're still fighting them off. They're, they're still, still fighting them off. Them and, off of course, the X-Wing pilots start... They, they, they come and rescue the them. They, they save the day. They start out. shooting there the spiders. There was a giant one, though, that, like... Oh, my God. I was laughing so hard because the giant one was on top of... Like, uh, the cockpit. The cockpit. And it was trying to eat through the glass or whatever and try to get to them. And I'm just laughing because after the New Republic's there, they're like, hey, we saw what you did on that prisoner plan. Uh, right, thing. like you let one guy out, but you also caught three of them like on a basically like a most wanted list. Yeah, like you you try to do everything you can, so we're going to look the other way. And then he's like, can you help me repair stuff? And he's like, mm, and he's like no. no, you're out, you're on your own on that and one. And you were like, uh, can you help me get the giant spider off? And he's like, <laughs> Well, that's no. what I thought. I was like, he goes through all this repair stuff, and I'm like, I wonder if he took the giant spider Yeah, you off. were like, you know what? Because <laughs> they just show him like repairing before he flies off, and you're like... I bet he didn't take that spider off. And, and then sure, sure enough, enough he flies off the spiders there. on it and then it just slides off the spaceship. I was like, That means that whole oh time they're sitting in the cockpit with a and giant, giant spider on the window. He's just sitting at you and Baby Yoda's like, I'm hungry. Oh my God. <laughs> so. I think that's where they left it. They left it at him going to some, uh, some, like just going off. I don't even think they said where. He just said they were going to find, a, find repairs somewhere else. Yeah, it says uh, Dejarin patches the canopy, and the three of them get into the cabin as it is now only pressurized part of the ship. So the spiders and the crash kind of fucked up the back of the ship so they can only be in the front. Uh, as the damaged ship heads off into space, the child eats another of the frogs, frog lady's eggs. That's how they yeah. finish it. So this is a two-parter. Uh, it will... I'm not sure what will happen in the I next think, well, You know what chapter? I think it was? Because in the trailers going up to this, there was a scene where he, uh, the Mando was holding the eggs. Yeah. And then there was like the mysterious... They're going to go to like a dock. Of some, well, so this comes out tomorrow because we're recording this on a Thursday, which will be uh, nice to have... A fresher perspective. Yeah, tomorrow to watch. Uh, it, I don't think it has any sort of spoilers... It just says the Mandalorian braves high seas and meets unexpected allies. This is for chapter This is chapter 11. 11. Yeah. Which I predict it's going to be um if it's if it's <coughs> unexpected Sorry. allies, is that what he said? Unexpected. So I think I think she's going to I think he's going to find the Sith. Um I will say or just because side. they've already been in other episodes, Cara Dune Carl Weathers, or his name is Kreef Cargo, but I'm always going to call him Carl Weathers. And the and Moff Gideon are in this next episode. So maybe, it's but those the, aren't unexpected allies. I mean, unless he allies unless himself with Moff. the Empire, yeah. Maybe the Moff, or got... it's somebody we don't. There's another act. There's another character or actress. I don't know what part she's playing. Please be a Sith. <laughs> I think it's going to be Night Sisters. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know, but they hired a professional wrestler. It's Sasha Banks. Wait, the 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 female is the is the um, professional wrestler. The other character that is unnamed, but she's listed in the episode. I'm sure we'll find out her name. Um, the actress is called Sasha Banks, and she's a professional WWE wrestler. She's probably gonna be something. That's gonna be kind of cool. She's young. She's born in '92. She's real young. Well. She's 28. I keep forgetting how fucking old we are. 
Because I'm like, oh, she's so young. I'm like, oh, she's almost 30. We're in our 30s. We're 100. So I'm excited to see how the second season unfolds. I'm not at this. So far, I've been surprised with the stories that they're telling. But I trust John Favreau and Dave Filoni, who played an X-Wing pilot in this episode. <laughs> they did. So I'm excited. And we will watch uh, the next chapter 11 tomorrow. And hopefully do another podcast so we can talk about it right away. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it for today. We got to talk about movie sequels. Yeah, we did a lot today. And Mandalorian. I always like talking about Mandalorian. Me too. Anything yeah. else you would like to add, sick heaven? I want Darth Crate so goddamn bad. So no, me, there's nothing else that you would like to add because you fucking teasing, say this all the if time. If they keep teasing the shit out of me and going back to Tatooine, nobody is back, teasing you by going go back, to Tatooine. You back, are insane. If they go back to Tatooine one more goddamn time, I'm gonna go nuts on this. this of course, I gotta go back to Tatooine. No, like no. It has nothing to do with Kraya or Crate or her. No, not Kraya. Darth Crate. Sorry, it has nothing to do with Crate. The Whatever. Sand People Jedi. Okay. I want them. Okay, why don't you write a strongly worded letter? I have to John Favreau. I have at Lucasfilm. He told me not to do anything. Okay, well, just trust in them, and everything will work out. Uh, anyway, that is it for today. I will uh, catch you on the flip side. Toby McGuire. Oh, I want a new catchphrase, so I'm just Toby keep... McGuire. I want a new catchphrase, so Toby McGuire. It's my new. It's I'm trying stuff out. It that okay. Anything else? I mean, Tommy Wire Jr. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You could say goodbye. Oh, goodbye, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>